welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. As I've understood how to present what 5D is in a more human tongue, here it is. It is people who have chosen human love as their story, the narrative of humanity. It's love, not human suffering. People who choose the human suffering narrative, they are not in the 5D nothingness. They're not in any of it. They might think they are. They don't know what oneness consciousness is, meaning they can't embody it yet because they have chosen the human suffering narrative. The human suffering narrative is a body that feels human suffering. Okay, so... On that note, if you feel human love, your body is a healthy, integrated brain and restorative embodied self. People who are, who are not here can get good therapists and move here. Okay, so I've made that clear enough. Devil, evil, I'm a mystic. Yes, it's a plain mind's eye. People who do human suffering narrative, they know all about that for you. People who are 5D know how to share with you. Patrick McNamara, Neuroscience Explains, How the Brain Processes Things and How Our Species Evolved, thanks to REM sleep. And I'm not going to get into it right now. I'm just letting people know, if you believe in the narrative of human suffering, you're not a 5D mystic, you're not interested in 5D lingo, IHP content is not for you. Thank you so much for stopping by. Okay, now... For my 5D mystics, because I never know how many of your mystics this is going to be about our manifestation stories. So I don't need to go and explain shit that I usually do because I explained it already. Human love is the answer, is what you live. That's it. Your emotions, they're your friends. Mwah. No suffering, just friendship with your emotions. Oh, and a lot of compersion. Compersion, compersion. It's not just for our polyamory romantic partners, sexual and romantic partners, or platonic romantic partners. There's many different varieties. I'm a solo poly, by the way, and that's because I am my ideal partner, and that has been my entire life. I didn't know it in these terms, but I did already know it in a healthy self-worth way, which is if I can't be me, then we're not partners, obviously, because you're not supporting me by helping me to be giggly myself, always confident, always happy, and I can do it really better than you can, obviously, so there you go, you don't love me. Love is when you can be yourself and you allow others to be their self. It's meaning confidence and healthy self-worth from a body that, in fact, knows their three-year-old whole heart. We don't have shame, not even a little bit of it. Some people got here after good therapy and or more. They will tell you their story. I didn't ever lose the gooey, ooey, ooey three-year-old me. And on that note, 5D mystics do not talk about being attacked by any of our oversoul, please. <laughs> Actually, it's laughable immediately. It's sad. It's sad uh, if you do have thoughts, meaning that there might be people who think that they can actually do that type of spell work. Yeah. And it's sad because usually, you know, let me see, how can I explain this? Open-hearted and spontaneous loving three-year-olds remain open-hearted and spontaneous and loving three-year-olds. So we give you our hearts because we want to. And we think you're going to take care of it or tell us you don't want our heart. And we're not going to look back and think, oh, I shouldn't have given my heart because we are not people who give something away by creating conditions. I said open 
and spontaneous and also confident and securely attached. And I give you a heart because that's what it means to share life and actually build a relationship. I'm not a liar. I'm not playing a game of pretend. I'm not choosing to hide myself and create a false relationship. Yeah, it's, it's called being a regular, open-hearted, trusting human being, which a human love narrative is all about again and again and again and again. So hopefully I've again made it clear what 5D is. And it's not looking to the past and saying, oh, that's an asshole person who I should have never given my heart to and never ever again will I give my heart away. <laughs> Nobody knows the sorrows I've seen. And that's from the Lion King, that brother that's singing, or no, it was the parrot. So, yes, when we do have things happen that break our heart, we will say, darn it, I forgot about the ego self of people. That's really the only thing, because we forget sometimes with our oversoul that they have an ego self like we do, and they have a story, and it's called the human story. Some people choose the narratives that they don't actually consciously choose. And on that note, though, we can remember subjective ego self experiences so when i say shoot i forgot about the ego self that that happened to me once and as soon as i was reminded of the human element i was like okay thank you so much for reminding me of that because i totally forgot and there's a good reminder because that puts things in the right boxes what's the right box you're a human and i'm a human i want a manifestation story that is all about human love spontaneity and open-heartedness it might not be your story I will respect that, and I will decline to play in the playground of human suffering again and again and again, and there you go. So, human life can be joyous as can be, and nobody's lost any harmony. When we get a data point, we remember, up oh, there's one data point, okay, so they're in the human suffering narrative, up oh, they're in the unresolved trauma narrative, up, oh, and it's not even a narrative, they're just in the codependent type relationships with shame, blame, fault, and revenge games, Oh, there's another one. Another one bites the dust. So yeah, when we meet please appeasers, and then we have the projection of the teenagers with the three-year-olds who think they're smarter than us, and they use words in a certain way, and they think that they're actually doing something. In the meantime, we're thinking, what's going on? What the fuck is this? Because really, we're just like left kind of un, 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 uncertain with what when you're, when you're out of words, it's because you don't know what to say. And so sometimes we're like, you know what, it, it, time is a good thing. And silence is the best thing of all because I get to sit in a brain that thinks with love. Because 5D again, it's all love, not suffering. We don't ruminate in our brain. And on that note, so we learn how to work with Kali and Shiva and Krishna Lila and to just sit and explore. The most amazing of journeys is the 5D mystic one. I have so many fun stories with my Akashic Records and my Akashic Record readings, the ones that I've done and the ones about my own self, I get downloads all the time. No, not all the time, but sometimes. I have had, I think, a recent one, but I wasn't focusing on, on it too much. And I was like, you know what, it's okay. I can think about it later and try to figure this one one. And it wasn't figuring necessarily, more of I'm just curious <laughs> to see certain things, quote unquote, no. Uh, it's, uh, I picked up as I was exploring a reading for myself, because yes, we can do our own tarot readings. We don't have doubt of self. We, we also know we don't need to prove our stories to anyone. It's our story, people. 
the, the part that 4D seems to not pick up on is they, they, they continue to want to get the validation from ancient textbooks of their stories or other coaches or leaders. And then once they have their confirmation, then they go and create their own little lists. They're all doing lists. Did you write Santa your list this year? <laughs> we don't write us. This is the point. We don't write Santa list. We, we make our list happen. Oh, is it fun? Oh, we have a good time. And let me go with my lovely quote. Where is it? I have a bunch of quotes since I was a kid. I was using this quote. This one's one of my favorites. I need to see if I can get it or if I forgot to put it. <laughs> Hold on, people. I have my phone here. Everything happens for a reason. Every action has a reaction. Always remember that what is meant to be will always find a way to come. No, people, it isn't about perfect timing. We don't wait for perfect anything. It's always the perfect timing. Every day is a perfect day. Mm, very straightforward. So we will think of aspects in our life and we will know that there are choice points and they play out in time. That's why time is what we have at our, what's the word, as our partner. And we see manifestation happen again and again. And it's just, mm. so we have a richness that is from within us. And everything else is secondary. The life that you live from the essence of you is really awesome. So that's your ventral vagal state, by the way, where you are using your nervous system in the right way because you use your left and right mode. So it's thanks to our oversoul that when the right mode shit comes up, we're like, hmm, wait a minute. And it's because they give us the silent treatment. No, some people, they do silence, but they don't really realize. But then again, that's the whole point. They, they're not thinking if silence is present when it comes to you and people overall, there's meaning behind it. It's a choice, all right. And it gives you time to do what? It gives you time to keep manifesting the future you always wanted. Yeah. Okay. So those who are heading always where they want to be, they're creating every day their manifestation source. So some are in the mundane. It's very beautiful. We're simple people. Okay. And that's why 5D mystics totally different than the 4D ones. And as I was trying to get to how fun it is to read tarot, Akashic Records, and have Claire's and expand consciousness. Because I was going to do that episode, but I said, you know what? I want to integrate it in a manifestation story type setting because we're always manifesting what we want since every day of our life is a manifestation in and of itself. Okay, And when you can have that in the forefront, that's the most beautiful thing you can gift yourself because you are cherishing before you go to bed, from the depths of your beingness, just because you can, use your left and right mode. Richness, the elixir of life, lives within your heart, your brain, and your gut. And it is not challenging to achieve. It's a choice of human love from your brain, the thinking one, the left mode, and then you use your right. And when I learned about Claire's, it began with dreams. You all know those stories and my oversoul, and here's why the oversoul is definitely a part of your journey, but it's not the catalyst. Some of us, we are not needing to be awakened to our three-year-old self because we stayed differentiated 
our thoughts and our feelings. My name's Maria. I'm a differentiated self and I do not think exactly or feel exactly like any of the other people I know for as much as they want me to sometimes say I do. And they like to think that I don't on purpose. No, it's that I respect that I have a flavor that I call infinite love. And they have a flavor, they can call it whatever they want. The point of being able to be a fun self in your human body is this, is what I'm presenting to you. And a lot of people don't have this ability to just speak their mind, to be spontaneous, to always be fun. There's, in fact, you know what, I'm going to grab my chakra cards. I have a set of chakra cards that has this one lady, and it's a lady who basically gets gossiped about in her town because she gets made fun of, and I have a story that I'll share. My regular listeners have heard the story, but if you're new, then you will not have, and it's a good story to share because my lovely friends that are people who gossip because they're that societal and relationship, so age group, and they have, what's the word? Uh, They gossip. They have uh, low self-esteem in some way, shape, or form, but they also just think it's cultural, which is fair and square. I personally don't find it in any way, shape, or form offensive. I find it cute, adorable, and actually, you know, even more the fact that you can rat yourself out about gossiping about a friend and not feel like, oh shit, what did I just do here? <laughs> that, one, that one really gets me when people are like not aware, they're oblivious to, to what has just happened. So I'm not going to tell the whole story because I don't want to use our time with my lovely, lovely friends <laughs> that gossiped about something that was brought up on purpose. Okay, so I'll, I'll start the story. As a mystic, I have clears, and I'm not shy about it, and I talk about my dreams, about astral travel, all of it, because why wouldn't I? There's no point in hiding who I am from people that I'm choosing to be friends with. It's okay if they are teenagers. I've met teenagers. I was one. They haven't changed a bit, and they're not actually uh, powerful. They're called Low self-esteem people, I feel bad for them, somewhat, and then then again, I see they have fun in life, so I'm like, I don't need to feel bad, they're having a good time, I'm having a good time, (laughs) so there you go, and in fact, I have such a good time as a grown-up that when this thing was happening, the story I share, I I had no idea how this, I I had no idea, so see, this this is, how to explain this, I was talking to a very good friend of mine, he's smart, he's a smart man. He has some things he doesn't know about himself, but that's where it's his own three-year-old. You can't, you can't help a person go where they don't want to go. Um, but he's very smart in the aspect of we have subjective experiences in this sense. So he knows he's a differentiated self, and I know I am, and that's the difference with a 5D person versus one who's not. And as we were talking about perspective, because we observed Well, really what it is, is I asked him about a couple that is a facade. So they both either have an emotional disconnect with their boss, something's up with the two people. And in in a way of, they have some unresolved trauma or situation, but they might never want to do anything about it, which is why that makes them a perfect couple. They're a facade together. But him and I were talking about how just us as friends could heat up the room. And we were not kidding because I wasn't kidding. I'm like... I know that you and I can make the room on fire 
quote unquote, what we were trying to say is we're more alive than these two people are together and we're not even a couple. <laughs> we're just friends and we meet every now and then. So that was to say the essence of life lives within each of us and when we're chit-chatting, we're participating, these two people look like a facade. They're pretending. What's wrong with them? Quote unquote, but nothing's wrong with them even though to a person who has a way of living their emotional body that's why our nervous system alerts us something's off. The something is off, though, doesn't need to be taken out of context and then to dehumanize people and create another. So long story short, in a good case scenario, these are two individuals who have had some major trauma in their life. Neither of them knows about it. They're comfortable to be together because they have potentially both this emotional body disconnect and this is actually my hope is that it's just two people who are able to be together because of that so they don't push each other's sensitive buttons because people need to go to good therapy if they're going to heal their actual attachment wounds and trauma history okay so here's my lovely card gossip charmaine chartreuse this is chakra wisdom oracle guidebook for any one of you who is interested the Complete Spiritual Toolkit for Transforming Your Life. It's by Tori Hartman, illustrated by Gretchen Reich-Baskin. Okay, and I will not be spelling that out, but if you need me to, write me. So the sub-sentence of gossip, so the card's called gossip, it's green, it's for the heart chakra. In fact, actually, before I read that, let me read to you the card at a glance. This card represents the truly open heart with no personal agenda other than love, which is what a 5D mystic enlightenment functional adult is. I raise my hand. We are just there to love, but we know people don't believe it because they have trust breaks. They have trauma. They don't have their three-year-old. Da, 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 da. But that doesn't mean that we won't keep on being, again, there. We are open-hearted, so we're not in a relationship with an agenda. We're just there because we want to be there. And when we get heartbroken, we know how to be in a state of love because it's not human suffering narrative, it's human love narrative. So let me continue reading. But it could also indicate the opposite, rebellion and denying your true gifts. So this is where if you're gossiping and these people definitely uh, denying uh, their gifts would be to expand to beyond envy, jealousy, spite, gossiping about their colleagues, chit-chatting like Mean Girls, the movie. But even more than that, because they're not teenagers, they were all adults chit-chatting and gossiping about their colleagues, making fun of them. And I was just like, wow, they have a lot of shit to say about all of those people and they work with them. Okay. An ability to follow your heart can appear to others as careless or strange. Yes, yes, there's a lot of people, but you have to believe in something. Uh, I have my own subjective thoughts and feelings. I don't know if I want to call it a belief because not really, but I guess if I have to organize my thoughts so that you have a way to gauge them versus just let me be myself and not have to organize me. <laughs> okay, so let's finish. Yet, in truth, everyone wishes they had the loving openness of chartreuse. Okay, yeah, this one is a sentence from 4D land because it's sounding like ah, everybody wants to be like me. Okay, so let's not do that, shall we? Let's do it the right way. <laughs> oh, these people, these writers. Okay, yet in truth, everyone who is not in an open, loving heart can move into it if they understand their human nature and their zero, one-year-old 
As everyone wishes they had the loving openness, yes. And if they do that with envy, jealousy, and spite, they're doing it wrong because they're not updated with the good attachment and trauma-informed stuff, which is that you can do it. It's called getting to your inner child. And this is why 4D does what they do. I never met a person I didn't like. We're reading the 44, chapter 4. The legend, Charmaine is eccentric and kind. From her chartreuse greenhouse to her fascination with scarves, she is a topic of town gossip. After her death, the local people discover her incredibly detailed paintings of their town and realize she was an extraordinary artist who painted their lives with love. They feel sadness for never having really known her. Inspiration, Charmaine Chartreuse suggests that appreciating differences is key. This card is a warning that you may lose a valued relationship if you do not appreciate what you have. Personal inquiry, Charmaine is about prejudice and misunderstanding. What am I resisting? Question mark. Key ideas, uniqueness of others, naivete, naivete, or whatever, however you pronounce that, support for your vision, lack of appreciation, refocusing your life. Keywords, freedom, dance, honor. The meditation, visualize someone you may be judging harshly. Notice how powerful your negative feelings are. Picture yourself in a room with that person and tell them what you like about them. If you run out of things to say, start repeating. <laughs> you can accept this person as they are. That's what you're supposed to repeat. Allow them to tell you things they like about you. When they finish, thank them for coming. Now, I would add a note to this if you all want to do this, and I'm probably going to share this for yes. And let's use this a little bit as channeled guidance for my lovely regular listeners, okay? Because we have some important keys, and so this one's about opening your heart. If there was stuff that resonated with you, then that means, you know, keep that in mind. And I'm going to say, instead of thinking about this someone, if there is someone that you are, if there's someone who came to mind as I read this to you, instead of just meditating on it, you have a conversation with them. That's how you're going to actually open your heart, is if you have a conversation with them. That would actually be a lot braver as well. But if you need preparation, meditate and then take the ability to converse with them. Okay, gossip and the story. <laughs> so that, again, was partly channeled guidance for some of you. And it's only for those of you who are opening up your heart to the 5D sphere of oneness consciousness of your own. It's beautiful to be able and just be open-hearted, spontaneous. It's sad for those of us who are here to know that there are those who actually are always strategizing. It's really annoying. <laughs> but it is what it is. So some human suffering bit stories and others, we just ignore that because, again, too many people choose human suffering. They don't manifest from a place of love. They manifest from a place of pain. They don't choose to be their self from a place of love. Place of love. They choose to be their self because of envy, jealousy, spite, and or suffering. And even the therapists have to negotiate with people to keep them there. And people usually don't even go to therapy because of what they actually have. They go because of something else. And that is a very sad truth. So most people don't choose love, which is why I share 
IHP is only for the narrative of human love. Otherwise, you will not resonate with anything that I have to share. It doesn't matter what personal development you're on. If you need to know of suffering, you want to go to 4D mystics and or other people who talk about it that way, life. And manifesting love. So I was in a room. No, I was out on a balcony with a bunch of people. It wasn't cold yet, and it was a full moon, and there were about eight or ten people. We were all sitting down, so I sat down through them gossiping about all these colleagues because they were all co-workers. They still know each other, but they're no longer co-workers. <laughs> and uh, my lovely friend, who loves to do stuff like she did that night, which is to try and create a scene that is, you know, just something that they can then later go and chit-chat about. Um, she brings up, as we're just talking about random shit, the full moon because she knows all about it because I had talked to her about ascension and energies and it had been spot on and it still is spot on for her journey as well and so she wasn't trying to do the the part about what people do unconsciously or maybe they're conscious we really don't ask I didn't ask her but I just knew it was not the right crew to be talking about the moon with but I also wasn't going to be shy about it because I'm not a shy person <laughs> I don't really give a shit. So I knew that what was going on was not really necessary. But I went ahead and started talking about mysticism stuff. And so let the full moon, this full moon, and da-da-da-da. And all of a sudden, as we're talking about the full moon and, and the expansion in consciousness, I say that I don't judge people. And I'm speaking in Italian, okay? And this one of the women says, what do you mean you don't judge people? And I looked at her and I said, I don't judge people. I'm nobody to judge a person. And these are all people who also, by the way, go to church, so they should definitely know about Jesus. And some people that I had shared the story said that they think what happened was that the ego was triggered of the person because the entire night they had been gossiping. And so that that is why the person began to, I don't really look into these things. I wasn't aware of any of that. I was just answering the question of a person who I'm, you know, having a random conversation with. That's how I was just flowing. <laughs> so she's like, what do you mean you don't judge people? I don't judge people. I'm nobody to judge a person. And then she begins with a series of questions, which again, she just seemed to me very normal. I, I couldn't tell anybody was pissed. She seemed curious. I, I didn't understand what was happening, meaning as, at a certain point, I'm like, she's asked, she kept asking Okay, so if somebody steals a TV, I don't judge them. Okay, they went and killed and murdered, I don't judge them. And then, you know, again, she's like, so if... The, and by the end of the day, by the end of the series of three, four, or five, I don't even know, <laughs> she's like, okay, well, I guess we just wasted our time because we don't agree. And I said, oh, we didn't waste time. You shared with me something very valuable, your perspective. Because by then, I'm kind of like aware that obviously she doesn't agree. But I, I don't give a shit about agreeing or not agreeing. I was just conversing. And so I leave this place. And nobody says anything at that moment in time. And I didn't know any better until I am with my friends again. But this time we're in another place and we're having a conversation. This is with an older gentleman, very respectful, by the way, a lot more of an honorable human being than those people and my friends included, meaning emotionally mature and mentally mature. That's what honorable means. Um, <laughs> and they're talking about two people. It's a couple, unfortunately, both drug addicts. One gets 
the woman gets pregnant. The woman leaves the man. The man gets jealous and burns the woman on fire while she's pregnant. They go to, or he goes to jail and she's fine. The baby's fine. And, you know, I'm getting told the story. I didn't know anything about it. It's from my local area. It's like, oh my gosh, I feel bad for both of them. Uh, that's so sad. What a sad story. And I had included him and her. And the man says, respectfully, I have up till middle school, what's your education? And I said, I have a master's degree. And he says, well, maybe that's what it is, but I have a different perspective and you have compassion. I can tell. So long story short, though, the man ends up just being curious about why and how I can be in the mentality and mindset that I was in. And what I had said also was, of course, he's going to go to jail. He has to because they have to keep people safe. Makes sense. But I feel bad for both of them because they're both obviously toxic for each other. And there's reasons and they both need help. And I hope the child's okay. And, you know, the man in prison doesn't change any of what, what happened to them. And that was that. And when we get to the car, my friends, as we're dri they're driving, my, my guy friend, uh, they say, so Maria, <laughs> so you believe in sending people to prison? I was like, well, of course, there is a prison. <laughs> and they said, or he says, not her, she didn't say anything until he, he was the one speaking first. He says, see, if you had only said that, or no, he said something along the lines of, I knew that there was something up, that it was weird. So long story short, they all thought in the conversation with the lady that I was saying not to send any person to prison if they committed a crime. And they both iterated and reiterated, if I had only said that, that I would not be looked at as weird and that their friend would not be scared of me. And I justified, meaning explained myself the first time around saying, I did not ever mention prison in that conversation. So I don't know what you're talking about. And they said, no, 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 you were wrong. If you only had said this, then our friend, and then that's the second I said, I didn't talk, I didn't think we were talking about prison. They, they again corrected me, which is when I understood that they were on the same page of this other human being, they didn't say anything to me. I was not talking about prison. And in fact, I go home and ask my younger sister who speaks Italian better than I do because she went to Italian college. So I said, maybe I used the wrong word. I had a minute of doubt of maybe I don't I don't remember talking about incarceration. I, I said nothing about incarceration. So where the fuck did they get this idea that I would not send people to prison? Not to mention it's humorous because I'm not a person of the law. <laughs> so what the fuck? <laughs> How are you thinking in your brain? In my mind, it was all absurd. And my sister says, no, no, you're fine. Just some people. And so I left it at that. But why am I sharing all of this? This is called perspective people. This is called a group of people that were hearing somebody speak about something. They're completely on another level in another plane. And so was I, though. I had no idea. And it's humorous. It's just all humorous. It's so, it's so fucked up. It's not even funny. People are so silly. This is what I mean by fucked up. Not my friends, because, see, I'm friends with them. I don't want to see their friend again because she's scared of me. I laugh about that all the time. But then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to rethink that one. And, and try to organize my brain to understand conceptually what the words mean, because this person probably sees me like in those movies. <gasps> D, 
demon, demon shot, who knows, you know, I can't, I can't actually, with my body and my brain, I can't figure that one, like, this is what I'm trying to explain also to all of my regular listeners, is we have an actual subjective reality, the way you think, the way you feel world, and the people who are smart and grown-ups, they're okay with having exchanges, they, they figure this out, they stay open-hearted, they stay uh, genuine, they, they build relationships with you, so all of my friends that are new friends, for example, they, I asked because of being more aware of my self, and my older friends don't count because they have assumptions and they always compare a bunch of stuff that has no need to be in the mix, meaning I'm a person like anybody else who evolves and expands my state and self my state of self, as Daniel Siegel points out, we have verbs as our states of selves. So when you are your higher adult self and all of your charged parts are down asleep, you're a human being who's expanded and you can keep on expanding. So my old friends, since they know me for my entire life and my family, and then usually people begin to just box you up and then they present you always like this. They treat you like a noun versus a verb. They treat you like you're going to be a rock, which we're not. Anyways, so long story short, I'm trying to relate to people and just keep things in perspective. But the people who are smart, I don't need to do that with. And they have all confirmed to me, not only that it's very clear that I'm genuine and loving and that I am what I share, but also the ones who will have had doubts because of not believing in love and in spontaneity but they will actually have the ability to say, yeah, I doubted you because this is too, quote unquote, good to be true, which is why the lady of attachment needs to be told how to not engage with that sentence. When she's saying people can't move fast in a relationship, that's bullshit. The people who are owners of their self will know what they want in life. They have no doubt of self or of others. They have trust. They don't have a broken trust. Human love, it's easy for us to know what we want in life. And if somebody's partner, material, meaning that we are in tune, we'll know it. We won't lie about it. We don't lie because we don't lie to ourselves. What does that mean? We have a relationship with our heart and our emotions and we'll speak it like a child does. Always the truth. We don't lie. Now, if I need to be nice, I will be nice. You want to call it a lie? Go for it. I'm not going to filter my mouth, though. I'll, I'll be rude and I won't filter my mouth, but if I notice that you're a sensitive ego, well, I will begin to stop talking to you because a sensitive ego is a person who's a child and I'm a grown-up with my heart and my words and my emotions and all of it. And if you can't handle a grown-up, then you're the one who needs to be basically... Uh, what It's like a PG, <laughs> okay? So I'm going to speak PG to you. Or G, doesn't matter, I don't know. But whatever you bring to me with projection from your childhood, I'm not going to come near it at all. And I will taint, no, I will basically be out from those arenas. And really what happens for people who are grown-ups is we just don't bother sharing shit about ourselves because we can't. Because it's the minute you're human-splaining my thoughts and feelings that you've told me you don't give a shit about knowing who I am. And that's it. There is no wiggle room for that. It's as clear as day, data point, data point, data point. You just keep building those data points. I'm going to keep on 
allowing myself to understand what language you speak. And it's either love or it's not. And when it's not love, then it means you're not even a person in front of me. Because you're a bunch of child parts of you that you have no idea you're hiding from yourself. So you, you're a person with, here, low self-esteem, passive-aggressive, indirect communication, like my friends. I love them to death. They're all basically the relationship and societal soul age group. So when we were in that situation, it was fine. <laughs> it was humorous. Um, but we learned how not to be with their groups, with their group friends. And I'm happy about that. I'm appreciative because they're my friends, not their friends. Their friends are not my friends. And we have the bond. So yeah, you're oversoul. And when we're manifesting and when we're living our day-to-day -day life, we maintain our secure connections with people who are part of our journey. And these friends are part of my journey. In fact, actually, they're my future. <laughs> and the two of my friends that are in my future. Oh, yeah. And in a very specific way, it's hilarious that I know that they won't find out. But my future husband might. It, it depends. Did I tell them? I think I did tell them. But, yeah, that, that's another fun story. So I know my future, and I know my future husband. And I got to meet another future person. That's in my future life as well. Future, future. You know what's funny, people? When I say this and I share it, it's like, what do you mean? Like, now? I'm like, no, not like Maria. <laughs> in another fucking lifetime. I don't, I won't even remember Maria. And I don't even know if it'll come true, but I do know it will come true. But it's okay. I won't remember any of it. So that, there you go. This, this is 5D mystic. So let's talk a little bit about that. When you do know about your future and your past, it's really awesome. And on that note, I know that people can tease about this because I've shared in more than one scenario between friends, family, these friends as well. They know about their lives. Well, one of them does because he actually asked for an Akashic Record reading. Um, I was surprised because he's not a believer in this plane of consciousness, but he still, in fact, isn't a believer. He treats it like a, a game. Which, I mean, he doesn't disrespect it. He, we have a mutual caring connection. And when I say that, what I mean is we care for each other, all of us, all three of us. That they do gossip and da-da-da, like I said, and like I share, it's not something I find appealing, but it's understandable, humanly speaking. And they are in that soul age group, which means they continue to learn about self-worth and the self through their interactions. So when people don't move into the enlightenment soul age group, they're continuing to explore love of self in other ways and to maybe become their whole adult self. And that means a differentiated self who can, like my smart friend, because anyone who's stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable is smart, and anyone who's flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable is smart, faces, and my friend is one of them. And he understands differentiation and linkage. So when we get together, let's get together, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to chit-chat about the most amazing things and um, about different ways of feeling and thinking in regards to life, which is really beautiful. And he knows about Akashic Record readings as well. And my sharing with him supports and supported him with one of his family members in a good way because I got to talk to him about Patrick McNamara as well and good therapy and hopefully I'll get to meet his family member to support him to get out of the 4D mystics because they really don't do good to people 
And that's because they're adaptive children with trauma memory lingering around, which is why they think that there is a spiritual warfare or whatever going on. That's why they also believe in conspiracies because they don't have whole trust in themselves or humanity. They have a trust break. And that is enough about the human suffering group. That is their choice to do. And there's good therapists and the law and systems in place that can keep them in check. For us, it is about 5D mysticism. So the fun part is that we don't interpret our oversoul as enemies ever. In fact, they're all family and loved ones. Now, we do forget, or better said, now that I'm in town for my lovely 5D mystics, you won't forget because I reminded you in a couple of episodes, I think they're upcoming, uh, about the illusion that the 4D does. And so your oversoul... Just remember, you have an ego self, they have an ego self. You have a journey that's called life. If you're a securely attached person, great. It means you have compersion and compassion. Whether you are a solo polyamory or a polysecure person or not, the solo, though, is a person who's not living a life that is focusing on building a future with anyone, okay? So we, we love people, but we don't build a household that has to involve two or more people. We're busy with our life, and so we build our life, and then obviously partners are welcome to stick around, and those who want to will ask us about our mental, emotional, and physical life. They'll be involved every day, 24 hours. Yep, not in a way of, I need you to be here because otherwise I'm not going to... No, not that. It's more of, I really want to know how your day is going. How are you doing? The normal stuff of what we all want when we are consistently thinking about building something together. So again, people who build a securely attached life partnership are interested in being each other's safe haven and secure base, not one and or the other. Whether they are polyamory or monoamory, there's grown-ups who can get along. And for 5D mystics, not all people move into polyamory. However, if you're in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, then I'm going to say you will have more than one special bond, and so you are many loves because, again, we don't lie. And so when you know that you have people who are more than just friends and that won't ever change, you're polyamorous. For the people who want you to only love them, because some people think of love as monoamorous, meaning you can only have the one. And that's a story that was created for people, and some people believe in it. Some of us know that there is the one, but we will find out, I found out in time, that it is not only the one. It is a one. It is a one and it is a potential because people who are not securely attached don't know where they're going tomorrow. They can't be a consistent mentally, emotionally, and physically person who can be a safe haven, secure base with you. They don't know how to have compersion to be happy for you with other partners and or with the career success. They have jealousy, envy, and competition or anxiety or 
what else? Uh, yeah, anxiety. So it's either I get angry and I start competing and vilify you and make you out to be a bad person and then I just start getting off on doing that. Or I get anxious, afraid, worried, and then I'm going to be paranoid in another way. And, and so, yeah, people have certain types of relationships that they get into where they're living from a place of not security. That's not for my 5D mystics. And it's for people who, in fact, are not here. And on that note, for those who are there, they could use a really good ter therapist like Tara Real and more than just that. For us, it doesn't work that way. 5D learns how to handle with compersion always and handle anything that gets thrown at us with, okay, what, what, are you, what is this? Because we're not insecure people. And so we do direct communication. This is why we meet a sensitive, anxious, we'll reassure you. You get angry and vilify, we'll be like, no, that, that's not, nope, uh -uh, I don't know what this is. And if then there's, I will basically make you out to be a paranoid psycho person. No, no, you obviously haven't met what actual paranoid psycho people are like. And furthermore, even if we get into our emotional depth, because that can happen again, we all have different ages. So I can go back to the past and definitely... I learned how to work with my emotional plane thanks to lovely people from my oversoul and to mature the way that I handle myself. And so it's not a fixed journey. Hopefully that one's clear. Manifestation is always moving into your emotional maturity and mental maturity is where you begin that as you're growing up and you will achieve a specific, a specific set of experiences to get to equanimity. And so I remember when I moved into the neutrality and equanimity land, it was as I was finishing up the inner growth mindset program and I had just finished it and the advanced level is about neutrality and duality. And that one I remember because I had shared it with somebody who said, oh no, but you don't need to know what you're teaching. And I said, yes, I do. And when I say no, what I mean is embody the experiences. So I had said how this is great that my book is still on hold and I have part two and three to finish and then the now I'm done with the level one, two, and three because I'm experiencing the neutrality and duality. So I can be a great educator on it because I'm living it. But I was happy that I wasn't a newbie at it because that felt like it would be a disservice. And she instead was a person, was is a person who thinks of selling. And like any other person who is only thinking of selling, they think with the, no, no, but you can already do something. They don't take being an educator, and what I mean by that, being able to support people, if you take it seriously, you're not going to want to be a newbie at it. You're going to want to be experienced at it. That's because you care about what you are offering. So if I'm saying I want to share how to be human love, which is compersion, which is empowerment, it's healthy self-worth, it's you as the adult you with all your charge parts in your hands, I need to be able to be that. And I recognized being that in the moment that I was able to explore in neutrality emotions. 
and that it was settling in. And today, you know, it's been, I don't know how many years since I finished that program, but I'm even better equipped thanks to trauma and attachment information. And that makes me the more happier. I'm a better person. I'm a better educator and entertainer, that's for sure. And I also got to get locked in and loaded with the Enlightenment Soul Age Group and to be here for that. And for 5D mystics who want to do Enlightenment the human way and for 5D functional adults who want to do this too. So in all in all, it's only benefiting always all of us if we can be a representation of that which we share out into the world, and in this case, human love narrative and human 101. And that's restored embodied self, secure attachment, integration of the brain. So being polyamory, again, isn't something all people will be. And some of us, we didn't start off that way. But even as a teenager, I love more than one person equally if not all the same, but we had just different ways of sharing that, that's still the case. And that's where the lovers grew. That, that's the difference. But of course they grew. I grew up. I got older. I wasn't going to just stick to <laughs> being in, in, a, in a, I don't know, nunnery. I'm not a nun. That's the point. So when you're a person who loves spontaneously and open-heartedly, you can know about the one the one needs to want to be the one or see you as the one. And that wasn't the case for my ones. For my ones, they were all in different places. And they all, in fact, are beautiful just the way they are. I knew, I always know, that's what Enlightenment Soul Adri people do know, that every single one leads me to where I want to be. So when you're yourself, you always know you're going where you're wanting to go. Everything happens for a reason. Every action has a reaction, and everything that is meant to come has a way it comes, but it's not because we're waiting for perfect timing. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. We're creating our own love story every day, and we're creating our own fairy tale. This is the part. Nobody is needed for that fairy tale or that love story. Our manifestation is today, not tomorrow. I'm not going to be here potentially tomorrow. I'm going to love to the depths of my core today. This is your human nature, people. It's not impossible for those who choose the narrative of human love, which is where we are, my 5D community. And so for mystics, you manifest whatever it is you want. And the 5D energy is really beautiful. So we'll keep coming with these stories. But yes, every actual 5D mystic knows about the difference with the energies. And on that note, love is always the answer, but it's you choosing it for yourself. So your motivation is not pain is not human suffering. Your motivation is, I want to be myself, the lovely, dovey, ubi, <laughs> three-year-old of me. And if there is a one, you will know of it. And if it is the one, then they will choose you the way you chose them. If it's a one, then you will have learned how they are not the one because they didn't choose you. And it's not going to be something that does anything except for allow you to do what? To recognize I'm not dealing with feeling unwanted. If you chose love, the 5D way, the one saying, no, no, you're not the one. I told you, we're just friends. You're not anything to me except for a friend. I, I, you're misunderstanding this, lady. <laughs> or, gent, this happens. These things happen. 5D person will be like, okay, <laughs> I really don't like this, <laughs> but I'm not going to pout about it because I'm not a child or a teenager and children don't pout about things like that. They're pretty quick to move on with their life. The only ones who, in fact, I see pouting are the grown-ups, And that's because their unresolved eight-year-old trauma stuff is coming up and they don't realize it or their teenage stuff. 
So on that note, when you're manifesting love every day, you're always in a good mood to meet a lover. You also, as a mystic, know who that potential lover is because of the energetic imprint. Yes, we do know who our peeps are. That's the fun part. And then we use our time to do other things like magic. And science is magic that works. And magic that I'm talking about, so are Claire's, yes. Tarot cards, Akashic readings, Reiki sessions. It's not magic per se. Reiki finally is actually accepted as um, CAM. Tarot is being commercialized, and that's numerology, symbolism, and energetic spheres. Now, there is a difference between a person who's connected to the sphere of energy or not, but it isn't important. It's not important as much as it is for all people to learn about their inner and outer well-being, their mental, emotional, and physical health, okay? If you're a person who cares about people, that's why any tool is a potential for use of good with love in the background. We can help people to discern by allowing ourselves to remember to just share one, all individuals don't know everything. Two, you always go to reliable sources if you need important matters of life situations, physical. And so anything that is not in that realm, that is personal development, all of that advice, and are really, it's just food for thought. This is all consulting. It's all, it's entertainment. If you're a business owner, you're going to be smart about it. You're going to go to the, the, the people who have, again, validation. So however you want to look at it, you can't be conned. You cannot. If you're a person who uses your left and right mode, if you're a person who is shiny, shiny, you're getting conned because you want to believe in something, that's a whole different story. What I'm trying to say is, yes, we want to regulate, and the law is going to regulate. In the meantime, we want grown-ups to share with people, and sharing means talking, and it means bringing people together, and it means promoting collaboration, and it means not getting people against each other, and it means us knowing how to talk like just grown-ups do. Okay, so on that note, we manifest, we manifest fun, we manifest serious fun, we manifest that we grow up with grown-ups, and in fact, we don't play with the teenagers, we don't do any time with the ones who don't know how to have open-hearted, spontaneous love. love. Uh, yes, so as we move into 2024, what I'm trying to say is we don't actually use our time with people who don't know how to tap into their infinite higher human consciousness, potential experiences. Of course, this is the part long-term we build with those who we can expand with. Secure connections are long-term too, but we have the chit-chat that is weather talk because they're not interested in the long-term depths, okay? So we have at least two types of relationships. The secure attachment, 24-7, in a way that is adult-like and loving-like and not anxious and not rigid and none of that. We're open, spontaneous. We're fools in love, tangoing to the beat of our own drum. It's amazing. And so those are the people. They can be lovers, again, for my polyamory. They can be friends. and They can be a partner, one person, for my monoamory. They are going to be family. There are going to be a lot of different uh, things for a lot of you, but this is what we get to look forward to. Emotional regulation, building skills, relationships, no drama, 
and the lovely attachment researchers are doing their best to help people to get on board with secure attachment, the trauma experts with trauma, and we can join on in and help to heal trauma. Those who are serious about healing, they are out of their blinders of their childhood trauma and into their seed of, I want to be my emotional vulnerable self. I want to feel deeply. I want to think deeply. I want out of the compulsive behaviors. I'm not going to do hypersexual or hypervigilance or toxic drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever it is that you were using. For whoever needs to hear this, you're on board with EMDR, child parts work, somatics, and understanding that you are a restored embodied self when you return home to you and your whole three-year-old heart can come here. That's your birthright as all the good psych educators are sharing your birthright and you can achieve this with the right healthy self-worth people that are securely attached and will look at you with compassion and love you're whole we're all whole we can do it together so be kind be loving be compassionate we'll be back with more have a great day